The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the masculine journey. As I say every week, we are glad to have you with us today. And and today in studio, it's Robbie and I again. Robbie, they, they Dennis <laughs> and Al and Vinny, they you know all kind of took off on us. And so it's you and I again this week. So, uh, you know, I, I hope you have as many good points this week as you did last week. <laughs> I keep throwing you under that bus. Uh, we've been doing a three-part series, which is something kind of new for us. And we've been doing it on the topic, do I have what it takes? Which is one of the questions that really haunt men, whether they can verbalize it or not. It's one that they have to face when they look in the mirror. It's what they have to face when they look at a situation they haven't been in before. And so you guys did that first week. And what did you talk about that first week in the in the three parts of the series? Now, this reminds me of like, um, well, the Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. You were kind of go back and visiting Han Solo is still in that big ice cube tray thing. Yeah, that's what we're kind of doing. We're going back and revisiting so we can see where we were. And so let's talk about the first week. Yeah, the first week we talked about that the doubt that's involved of whether or not I should even get in this battle because men often don't want to engage when they don't think they have a clear sense of victory. And so there's doubt, should I really get in this battle? Is this something I need to be involved with? Whether or not I should engage, and part of that comes from the heart of the question. Do I have what it takes to to at least engage? And, and sometimes it's not a matter of victory as we're gonna talk about today, it's a matter of will you engage? Absolutely, and then last week we talked about what happens when you find yourself in the middle of the battle and that old, not friend, but that old nemesis doubt creeps back in. You know, what do you really need in the midst of that? And what's God often send to you? He sends to you inspiration or encouragement or just gives you the power to hold on to get through it. Or he reminds you that, yeah, you, you can do it. And I'm you not going to do the voice. You can do it. Okay, I'm going to do the voice again this week. But yeah, that you can do it. That he's just got to send something in. Say, just keep going. Just keep Just keep going. You know, we're going to get through this thing together. And so that's the first, last couple of weeks we talked about. If you missed it, please go to masculinejourneyradio.org. You can download the podcast there. Um, it's free. We'd love to hear from you on anything that you would think about the topic or other topics you'd like for us to touch, touch on. But Robbie, why don't we talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, this is a really a, 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 place, we've ne- a place we've never gone before. Discussing, I've got what it takes after the battle's over. Right. And... You know, that's an interesting place because you don't always win, <laughs> you know. So after the battle's over, what is God teaching me as far as I have what it takes as I reflect through the battle that I just engaged in? The bullets have flown and, and the casualties are laying all over the place. Um, and now, God, what are you teaching me as I reflect back on I had what it takes in the after the battle's over? Yeah, and even if you win, no one comes through war unscathed. Yes. Right. There, there's like you said, there's always casualties. And so we're going to go ahead and go to a clip. It's from the movie Black Hawk Down. Robbie, can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear? Yeah. Um, these guys have obviously come out of a horrific battle. And another guy, 
you know, they're actually in the chow line, and he's like, whoa, you're, he's getting more armament. Are you going back in? And, and he was trying to explain as he reflected on where he was that, that the people at home would not understand why he continued to engage. And, and I think through that explanation, um, there's a lot of understanding on why God or what God is teaching us on why it was we engaged to begin with. You're going back in? There's still men out there. God. When I go home, people ask me, hey, who? Why do you do it, man? Why? Some kind of war junkie? I won't say a word. Why? They won't understand. They won't understand why we do it. They won't understand it's about the men next to you. And that's it. That's all it is. Don't even think about it, all right? I'm better on my own. Hey, we started a whole new week. It's Monday. So, Robbie, you know, that clip speaks a lot to why we do go into battle or maybe go back into battle. Yeah, I know for me, when I'm listening to that, what kind of rang out for me was we're called to battles at a lot of times that people don't understand and that's okay if they don't understand it or it doesn't lend itself to conventional wisdom. You know why you would go back and do that. I think of stories like Gideon, you know, in the Bible or Jonathan and his armor bearer that just defy making sense from a worldly standpoint. And God calls us sometimes to those places to fight in a battle when it really doesn't seem to make sense from the people on the outside. Yeah, or you take the Apostle Paul. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> you're going to walk into that synagogue and you're going to do what? Uh, 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 you know, and how many more times are you going to get stoned? And how many more times are you going to get beaten with rods and all those things? But there's, there's phenomenal wisdom in that clip. And there are so many people out there that you work with every day that are in your neighborhood. Maybe they're in your own family. And they don't know Christ. And, you know, they talk about a man that's down and talk about somebody that's standing to be wounded for eternity. And, and Paul's heart for his brother that was, and again, is him being Jewish, his heart for his people was just, I, I can't leave him laying out there in the, in, the, in the battlefield, you know, dying. And that's much of what our battle is about. It is, when you listen to that clip, winning for that man wasn't necessarily the outcome of the war. It was about helping that person, as you're talking about. So it's getting, if I can get one more out, it was worth going back in. Right. Regardless of the personal risk, if I can at least get one more to come with me and get them to safety, then it was worth taking the hits that I took to get there. And I, uh, you know, on a very personal level, I have a dear friend 
those people who know me, Bob Young, with 109 You Pull It. And he went out boldly for Christ, and he his son came to that boot camp. You were there. Yeah. And his son took, you know, died shortly thereafter and clearly was an attack from Satan. And he, he called me almost immediately afterwards, and he said, did I mess up by putting that big bullseye on my son's back? Mm-hmm. That you know, realizing that his son was going into the battle, and there he was. And the casualties are absolutely huge. Yeah. But, you know, I know this. I don't know if it's common knowledge. The most downloaded episode of the Christian Car Guy show ever. The most, and I, I got it down to like a three-minute soundbite of what Rob Young's testimony was. I mean... It may be up to, who knows, the 20s of thousands of downloads of that particular moment in a Christian Car Guy show. That much light got shared to that many people, a lot of which, because they were friends of Rob and walking in places, they'd never heard the gospel or whatever. Rob Young was carrying the torch in, in spite of the fact that he was a, a casualty, clearly, um, from his physical life. But that isn't what happens in God's army. No, Now, if someone wanted to get that, Download. Where would they get that download at? Oh, at ChristianCarGuy.com. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to throw you a big precious, softball. Precious moments with <laughs> Rob Young is what it's what it's called. Yeah, and it would definitely be worth your time to go go listen to that because it happened. He 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 gave that testimony about two weeks before he passed away. Right. You know, I think that it goes back. You know, a lot of times uh, we talk about clips a lot, and, and there's no doubt that when you enter the battle and you're fighting for the hearts of others. The enemy takes special interest in that. But if you don't engage, you know, I remember back to one of the Lord of the Rings movie. It says open wars upon you, whether you risk it or not. Yeah. The enemy still hates you. The enemy is still trying to ruin your life. I mean, you know, I know all sorts of people that aren't Christian that are getting their lives ruined by that same enemy. Oh, yeah. You know, trying to beat them down, trying to keep them down. And so that war is coming. But I do understand Bob's question. You know, did I bring this on? And I think that that's something that we all face at one point or another, not to that degree, and I'm not minimizing what he faced, but I think in our own way, we all look at some of those things and wonder, do I bring some of this on? But what's the other option? It's letting people die. You know, in the clip, it was physically, but we're talking spiritually. And so, you know, Bob has continued to move on knowing that there's other people out there that need to be reached. And, and really, I think, you know, Rob would want him to do that. Yeah, I, I've seen an actual just, you know, it's almost superhuman effort on Bob's part to bring light to a very dark situation mm-hmm. and to bring light to a lot of people through the life of his son. And and, and and realizing they had had a huge investment here and, and maximizing that and moving the kingdom forward because as we talk about, you know, <laughs> that it's the kingdom is forcefully advancing and forceful men grab hold of it. And that's part of what happens was we see people understand that they have what it takes and the role that they have in spite of the casualties is, is then they are forcefully advancing the kingdom in, in, in taking ground. Yeah, and I, I think that we have a biblical precedent for casualties. <laughs> I mean, most of the disciples didn't end well. No. 
Yeah, um, there's stories that, you know, most of them, only John, I think, wasn't it, that actually that they think made it out alive? Well, didn't eventually make it out alive. <laughs> you, you know, we all, yeah, we, we all pass physically at some point. But uh, it was just, there's a lot to risk, but you have to risk it. There's no option. You know, but what happens, you know, in this case where maybe you don't win the war? Or the battle, as the, as the case may be. And this is a wonderful clip. Have we got time to do it? No, we're going to do it when we come back. I just wanted to set it up a little bit. That You know, what happens if we clearly don't win the thing that we were fighting for? And we come back, we're going to talk about that. And does that really mean you don't have what it takes? Because that's a question you'll ask yourself. If you want more information, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Download some past podcasts. See if we have any upcoming events. And uh, we'll be back to talk to you about what do you do if you didn't clearly win the battle. Masculine Journey Radio is listener supported and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site. And from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support and Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Masculine Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. And I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. I just like this music. I like to sit and listen to it. Welcome back (laughs) to the Masculine Journey. We're talking about the three-part series that we've been on about having what it takes. In that first week, we talked about entering the battle. Do I have what it takes to enter the battle? The second week, we talked about, do I have what it takes to stay in the battle? And now we're talking about what happens after the battle. When you're reflecting back and thinking, well, did I have what it takes? Did I miss the mark? And, and one of the clips that you wanted to talk about, I'm going to go ahead and have you set it up so we can get to it, is a clip from the uh, TV series it was, Band of Brothers. Yeah, and, and this clip is a phenomenal. I, I, I watched it time and again as I realized the truth that was in it was it's a scene where the Germans um, bring their general up to speak to their own men. And the Americans are realizing there's some honor here. There's something I didn't realize. Here these people are. They're clearly the losers in this particular battle. But what is it that they're going home with? that they may not have understood was about the enemy. Men, it's been a long war, it's been a tough war. You have tapfer and stolz for your fatherland gekämpft. We fought bravely, proudly for your country. You are a very special group. You are a special group. Die ineinander einen Zusammenhalt gefunden hat. We found in one another a bond. Wie er sich nur im Kampf entwickeln kann. It exists only in combat. Unter Kameraden. Among brothers. Die Fuchshöhlen geteilt haben. We've shared foxholes. Die sich in 
schrecklichen Momenten gegenseitig gestützt haben. Each other in dire die den Tod zusammen gesehen haben und gemeinsam gelitten haben. Ich bin stolz, mit euch gedient zu haben. Sie alle verdienen ein langes und glückliches Leben in Frieden. Man, I could sit and listen to that again. That was incredible. I mean, I know I've heard it before, but each time you just hear just some really, really cool things in that clip. Yeah, it's truly a phenomenal thing that here, the Americans, and, and again, you can't see it, you know, I got to see the clip, but you could see the respect that they were giving, you know, this, this general was speaking things that they realized they could easily have been on the other side of that particular battle mm -hmm. or that particular war, and they could have been the ones. But there were same things that were gained in the battle in spite of the fact that they lost, that, they, that he helped them to cling on to and realize were part of, they had what it took. They yeah, fought well. Absolutely, and, and he was still fighting for their hearts. That's right. a really cool thing. The battle's over, the battle that is the, the one that's in front of you that you see, but he's fighting still a greater battle almost for the hearts of these men that have to go back home feeling like they failed. And he's telling them anything but that in it. He's reminding them of who they are, who they become, the men and how strong they are, and, and the bond that's only formed in combat. And how much truth is there just that statement that the deep bonds that are formed in the midst of combat. And you think about it, it's, it's really, truly, those people that walk beside you in the midst of some of those really hard times are the ones that really have the deepest relationships. Yeah, and, and one of the things I look forward to, to, to heaven to, to some extent, actually the rest of my life, is that God has put people like you, Sam and Vinny, and, 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 and many other men that, you know, that, I get to walk with, and we have locked arms in some extremely difficult battles. Bob Young is, is cl clearly one of them in my life. That to share that is to share life on a level that you only get if you go into battle. If, if you, you know, I think of that, what William Wallace said to his people, it was one day lying on your bed, well, you wish that you'd engaged. Mm -hmm. um, would you trade all those days to this one if you could have just gone out and fought this battle? And, and and that is what God made us for. Absolutely, and and I think there are times that if you listen to this show and we're talking about these topics and the things that God's teaching us through it, you know, we we would give the impression, not intentionally, but you might think that you know we don't we don't have the same challenges you have, and I can promise you that just about <laughs> anything that you're facing, uh, if not one of us directly. You know, someone we love very close is facing it or have faced it. And, uh, you know, the same things that happen in your life are happening in ours. And so we're not speaking out of a place of, hey, we live up in this, this uh, ivory tower that can't be touched. No, we're in the midst of getting beat up at times, too. And so it's just saying, okay, how do I continue to move forward? What I really liked about that clip was it, the outcome didn't determine whether you had what it took. It's that you were willing to and you stayed with it. 
And sometimes that is a victory. Well, actually, every time that is a victory. Is that I really fought, and I did my best, and I tried to do the right thing, and I walked with God in the midst of it. Right, because God is looking at your heart. Right. You know, there, there is where, and, and if any were here, he could speak the rest of the show just on heart, because he's all about heart. Mm-hmm. And what was it that your heart sought after, and that good heart is, is what we see there in both sides, mm-hmm. the Germans and the Americans. You, you clearly saw their hearts. Yeah, they were just on opposite sides of a conflict. Right. Right. I mean, we had the same thing happen in our country in the Civil War. You literally had brothers against brothers at times. We'll go ahead and get to our other clip. I want you to talk a little bit about that, if you would. It's yeah, this is a phenomenally hopeful clip. As, as, as sometimes we reflect back on battles and lots of casualties. And, and I'm sure everybody listening has had those casualties. But there's a hope that we have in the resurrection that I think this, spe- this clip speaks to, and those of us in North Carolina can relate to it, because it's Sir Walter Raleigh explaining the hope on the horizon to Queen Elizabeth. Pinch your belly. Study your charts. Watch your compass. Pray for a fair wind. And hope. Pure. Naked. Fragile. Let them wait. Go on, Mr. Raleigh. You were hoping? At first, it's no more than a haze on the horizon. So you watch. It's a smudge, a shadow on the far water, for a day, for another day. The stain slowly spreads along the horizon, taking form, until on the third day, you let yourself believe. Dare to whisper the word. Land. Land. Life. Resurrection. A true adventure. Coming out of the vast unknown. Out of the immensity. Into new life. That, your majesty, is the new world. Wow, what a, what a great clip. Yeah, it's so interesting, you know, the parallels. He even says the word resurrection. He said, you know, on the third day is when hope came. Right. Which was pretty neat. As I was listening to this, I was thinking about, that's really many, many times what that battle is about. It's about over hope. Because if the enemy can take your hope, what do you have left? You know, it's, it's, I know that, uh, you know, I've had a situation I've been going through in my life that I 
texted, you know, you and Al a little while back and, and just said, you know, today I'm really battling some hopelessness, you know, and just having you guys reach back out, you know, and love to me. And in that past, you know, and God comes in and there's hope there again. But the enemy, he's good at convincing you. He's good at convincing you that there's no hope that that land's not coming, that life's not coming, you know, and that there's, there's not life after death. Yeah, and as we reflect after the battle, the casualties are all out there. Right. And the wounds, are you're feeling those too. But there's something so critical of understanding what it's going to be to see that, that land, mm-hmm. that glory, that phenomenal place that God has for his saints, the renew of all things, you know, that it's all, it's, that's all in store. We have to be overcomers. We have to hold on. Yeah, and it's it's true for eternity, but it's true in everyday <laughs> life. You know, I mean, yeah, we got to hold on, but we got to hold on to, for tomorrow in some situations, or we got to, you know, know that next week, you know, if I'm still breathing, that or you're still breathing, or whatever that might be, that there is hope there because God doesn't leave us here hopeless, right? But there is a greater hope beyond the ones that we have here. You know, the hope that we have here right now for me a lot of days is just knowing that God's with me in the midst of it. You know, and if God's with me, there's always hope, regardless of what I'm facing. You know, times that I've been out of work in my life or whatever that might look like. And that there is hope in the midst of hopelessness. You just got to keep digging to try to find it. Yeah, and you, you even think of those German soldiers. Right. They went back and they rebuilt Germany. And yeah. the next thing you know, there's BMWs and Mercedes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all over. Uh, yeah, all over South Carolina. <laughs> They're putting it down there. <laughs> but in so many ways, or look at the Japanese, and and that place was rebuilt. Right. And God had a place, but the, the important thing is to realize who the enemy is. Right. And the enemy is not the Japanese or the Germans or or the South or the North or all those other things. No, the enemy is the enemy of your soul. He's the enemy that tries to get you to believe that you don't have what it takes to enter that battle. He tries to get you to believe that you don't have what it takes to stay in the battle. And he tries to get you to believe that if you don't win, you really didn't have what it takes. And none of that's true. God says, no, you have what it takes because I created you that way. And you can have hope because I knew before I ever made you, you had what it took to face whatever situation you were going to run into. Walk with him today in that hope. Thanks for listening.